Wagwan Basketball Trainers. It's Finance Friday. Apologize for not posting at my regular time. I say regular. It's probably only been like one week, but it's Finance Friday, and I got a couple of things on my mind financially that I'd like to talk about. And it's honestly, I, I realized that this podcast is really for me to verbally process, and I hope that it gives you value as I do that. And I'm preparing for these meetings with the leasing managers and landlords so I can uh, tell them I can't afford 11 plus dollars per square foot on top of triple net fees on top of <laughs> like it's, it's so it's so wild and, and cool to realize as you grow like you get to get the data that you need which I, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself but like this process has been dope and honestly I wish I would have gone through it a little bit earlier a little bit sooner not to waste anybody's time because I don't want to do that but being able to go and, and talk to these commercial realtors and talk to the landlords and seeing what something actually would cost you it helps you to, to plan and forecast and honestly looking through 2020s finances uh, seeing what's feasible and I'm saying 2020 even though we just finished 2021 because if you can I, I think it's good to look through multiple years and find those those trends uh side note really really random yo like even if like all this stuff that i'm talking about right now is just like kind of a foreign language just looking at a number some numbers is helpful like just looking at what you spent on advertising and if you can't use advertising then you can use something else like how many kids have come to train with you per session but advertising stood out to me because it was more than what it usually is and you know, I tried to make sure is this worth what the the ad spend is, and it definitely is. And I got to call myself out here. I, I talk about following up, but my follow up game has been weak. Not in terms of like do I follow up, but in terms of the timeliness of follow up. Uh, you know, you kind of realize that when somebody else gives you great service and great follow up. It, it make, they make you feel like you are their only customer and that's how I want to make other people feel too so the follow-up game has to get stronger in terms of the the, the the timeline between their actual training session versus when I reach out like I'm curious to know what that time frame is like for you do you wait a day do you wait until like that same night do you wait three days do you forget that's a interesting question and honestly the numbers tell you that story the numbers will definitely tell you that story in, in terms of or at least it'll help you start to think about that story i should say and it has cool revelations like that so uh, we got a lot of a lot of leads but again the follow-up has been suspect but beyond that um i often talk about past numbers like 2020 2021 but not as much about forecasting in the future and a lot of us i used to run business day by day hoping for the best and taking whatever comes and you know thinking just providing a great service means people will come which may be true but not to be too business-like but you know you might have a lot of people who come but are those people really profitable people are they people that you know you're not just breaking even on the service and just having fun for the sake of having fun and not trying to grow so those are the questions that have been coming to mind. And, you know, we all have growth goals, right? Like we all have growth goals, but I've been realizing that a lot of my growth goals are not structured and based off of, I wouldn't say they're not unrealistic. They're not unrealistic, but they're not based off of as much reality as I would have liked 
built for them to be. Meaning, there are so many contingencies and strategies and, and things that go into actually forecasting. For example, as we go and look at these spaces, how large is the space? Uh, what has been the operating capacity the last year or two years? So, you know, we've been using different gyms and the operating capacity has been at 78%, 80%, 72%. So is it really realistic for me to draft a budget and expect 100% operating capacity? Not really. So when you put these numbers down, like pluck these numbers from thin air, there has to be some reality behind them. I am forever getting interrupted, but on that same line of thought, there has to be some reality and some some contingencies and expectation of ancillary things that can happen and mess those numbers up. And I've just scratched the surface, but for sure, operating capacity is the first thing that comes to mind. Just because you put a number out there and say you're going to have 100 total people coming doesn't mean that it's actually going to happen. Like, realistically, have you had full capacity in every single one of your sessions and if not then it's hard to expect that going somewhere else so trying to mix a little bit of faith with works and, and making sure that this thing is is guaranteed to work that the numbers make sense like if you have quickbooks man quickbooks is such a game changer and my thought is this and you have if you look at financial statements this will probably make sense for you like why not get so structured with this and so realistic with it and practical that we basically map out our own income statement so we like make a projection of an income statement obviously you can't predict every contingency but map out your own income income statement and then from there kind of reverse engineer every single line item maybe not every line item but the major line items to basically make like a vision board for your business financials like that's a that sounds fire. Maybe it's not as fire as I think it is right now, but uh, just ranting because I'm driving on the road. So last last thought, before creating this annual plan, there were two things, are two things that are running through my mind that are very important. And the first one is like the plan for a longer term goal. It's, it's hard to plan for the year if you don't really know where you're trying to go three to five or seven years from now. Like I'm seeing that with the fact that you know, I wanted a facility to train out of. I think a lot of us do, but it's knowing what I know now in terms of the cost per square footage, I would have definitely looked to see, you know, maybe it would make sense to lease out one of these gyms that I'm renting from and pay for a lawyer to draft the contract to lease the space for the entire year rather than going to look for a new space to build out a court to do like those are things to where you know not beginning with the end in mind i guess that's how you would put it begin with the end in mind as stephen covey says those are things that i think are practical and are helpful when thinking about an, an annual plan they help you definitely be more strategic with your planning uh i think it could have saved a lot of money too but second thing would be looking at historical data, data from like last year and two years ago to see the trends and to to kind of predict and plan for different quarters and different action points. 
So uh, those that's the first two things that, that I'm going to be working on that I'll be doing on Finance Friday for next week. And as I get things that are revealed to me from looking at the numbers, I'll be glad to share it with you. Uh, and hopefully this helps you guys out I'm on the road. I'm going to focus on driving and get ready to visit this next location. Yo, hope that podcast gave you some value. If it did, please rate, review, and subscribe to this. It only makes the podcast better. I read every single one. And at the very least, go join our group. You'll see the link in the description of this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.